Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Virtual Ingenuity Business Podcast. Our guest today is Darla Harris, Vice President and Senior Business Consultant for Chase Business Banking in Washington, D.C. and Northern Virginia. She has more than 40 years of experience in financial services and has a passion for helping Black and Latina entrepreneurs accelerate their businesses. She's going to tell us a little bit more about what she does on a daily basis in just a few minutes, but let's welcome to the Virtual Ingenuity Business Podcast, Miss Darla Harris. Darla, it's great to have you here today. How are you? I'm doing fine, Claudine, and thank you so much for inviting me to your podcast this morning. You I'm very are- excited to our conversation. Absolutely. You're welcome. It's always a pleasure talking and working with you. And we work very closely together. So I'm very familiar with what you do. But I want you to tell our listening audience what you do on a daily basis. Thank you. I'm going to start with just a little bit of background. Um, Thank you for the introduction and sharing that I have over 40 years banking experience. And so I've had several roles in the banking industry from having my brokerage license to running a branch to proof operator. And then I found myself in the business banking space where I worked with businesses that had revenue from 1 million up to 50 million. But I always had those business owners that I just couldn't help. Maybe I had to have an outside resource to send them to or the funding, um, their financial package wasn't quite ready. I also had friends and family that came to me and said, hey, can you help me with my business plan? Are you able to help me with my taxes? I need a profit and loss statement. Where can I find that? Um, Working with my church organization, also doing classes where we would have, you know, a career day and they would come to me to talk to me about businesses. And that's when I realized I had such a passion for helping business owners. So I spent 21 years at Bank of America, retired and then joined Chase in 2018. And it has been such a blessing to be a part of Chase, came in as a business development manager and then moved into this new role in 2021 as a senior business consultant. And so I'm able to really help the black and brown business owners in the community, put them on an even playing field, give them things that they just didn't have before. I was on the project for the PPP loans and I saw a lot of businesses weren't able to get funding because they didn't have the right financial package. They didn't have their 940 for their payroll taxes. But I also saw that those same black and brown communities really came together to work with those business owners, restaurants that were closed and commercial kitchen owners were saying, come over, you know, do your food preparation in my kitchen. They can come by and, you know, pick it up and how they really stood out together. And so I think think in our communities, we've just missed that education piece. So when we get to my day to day operations here at Chase, I mentor entrepreneurs in a three to six month program, talking to them about their full SWOT analysis, but really getting in deep with where I can help them. What do they need from me? Um, Five areas that we support, we could talk about later on. But the other part is that I do some networking events and presentations in larger groups with some of our nonprofit organizations, some of our chambers to present access to capital, 
navigating cash flow. So I'm really a connector, a coach, an advisor to the business owner. I don't sell any products or anything like that. Perfect. And those are all we're going to we're going to go deeper into a little bit more about those five areas uh, in a little bit. But these are all um, really important things that you do as, as far as your mentorship. So um, can you break down the program a little bit and just tell us a little bit about what the program looks like, what the mentorship program looks like there at Chase? Sure. It is a three to six month program that we work with business owners. And those business owners need to have been in business for two years and have 100000 in revenue. We do have where we'll have a nice, robust informational package for startups. But to be in the program, you do have to have two years in business and 100000 in revenue. And in first, what we'll do is I'll sit down with the entrepreneur to kind of get a full picture of their business landscape. You know, we talk through challenges. We really peel back the onion. We get pretty deep in the conversation. And it has to be an honest conversation on both sides. We talk about their goals together. We'll analyze certain business operations in, in programs they're using, you know, they're using QuickBooks, talk about their attorney, their CPA. Um, we do a full recap. And the program is just pulling back the layers, and educating the business owners um, so that we can get them to the finish line and really just have them on that even playing field as we go through the process. Right. And that's, that's so important to be on that even playing field, especially in the Black and Latino uh, community as well. So what five areas of mentorship? The five areas of mentorship that we do work through um, is operations management. And just a little bit of that to just dive a little bit deep into that is management. We talk about the economy. We talk about the industry that that entrepreneur is in the hiring the right team, you know, building an intentional culture. The next area is cash flow management. And I like cash flow management because a lot of times we are looking for capital. The entrepreneurs, they get the capital and then they're like, okay, now what? I, I said I needed this to do X, Y, Z. So we just want to make sure navigating cash flow covers, you know, managing the tools of the business cash flow negotiating terms with clients and vendors, you know, can you say by maybe buying in bulk, you know, what happens if that vendor stops selling that particular product? Do you have someone else you could use? And managing cash flow also covers how you get paid and how you have money coming in and money going out. The next area is business development. And that's really around, you know, diversity supplier certification. Are you MBE certified? Are you women owned certified? you know, effective forecasting, you know, have you looked and say, okay, this is my business plan and this is my forecasting out for the next six months or 12 months. You know, are you marketing? Are you using social media? And then of course there's access to capital. You know, what additional capital will you need for your business? You know, are you leveraging debt versus equity? You know, if you're approved, like I said, once you get approved for the capital, what's next? So that goes back to that navigating cash flow. And then we talk about different alternatives. So we have our traditional financing with banking, but we cover SBA, CDFI partners, grants, venture capital, crowdfunding, and angel investors are all important when you're starting a business, just to be a little bit aware of some of those. But my most favorite part is the team of trusted advisors. We have a lot of entrepreneurs that come to us and they're like, I need capital. 
But when we really pull back the layers, we find out that it's more than just need capital. Maybe you need more clients. Maybe you need to change your product. But who's your team of advisors? You know, do you have a CPA bookkeeper? Are you working with an attorney? Have you even thought about insurance for your business? And who's your business banker? And I say your business banker and your CPA really need to be your best friend. They need to understand your business. They need to understand where your business is going, how you want to grow or if you're expanding so that they can have good conversations with you when you're looking for that lending piece. Darla, you touched on so many great topics that you all cover in, in your mentorship program, one of which is being MBE certified or you know, the various certifications out there it could be D, DBE, just various certifications, because it really does give a business owner or a business owner an open playing field for mm-hmm. applying for grants, you know, for funding, for various means of funding. So it's really important. And I'm glad that, that you at Chase stress to business owners how important it is to be certified in your, um, your, your field as well. So another thing is that you guys help business owners to um, make sure that they have the right attorney. That's great because I've seen business owners that have come to virtual ingenuity that don't have the right contracts. So that's really important for business management is to have the right contracts. Um, And I know that there are several attorneys, uh, corporations there that do pro bono. You know, there are several programs that are available that you can have 50 or 60 hours that they mm-hmm. give you for them to look at your contracts and make sure that that's in good standing before they get, you know, heavy into, should have it before you get clients, but some uh, business owners don't, especially small business owners. And it's just really important to know that and have a great business banker. Can't stress that enough. So, that's right. Yes. And a good CPA. So why is it important to understand Personal and business credit because they are separate, but yet they work together. I had a podcast, um, one of our podcasts, we talked about the importance of business credit. Your words, Darla, tell me why that is so important and what you tell your clients about business credit and personal credit. It's important. The banking industry, we look at global cash flow and we look at debt service coverage. That's a piece of it. And then I'll kind of break it down a little bit. But then we also, when you come into the bank, uh, you were looking for you to guarantee your loan. Therefore, we are going to pull your personal credit. So we're looking at it all together. So your credit, your personal credit needs to be, you know, a nice credit scoring, um, paying on time. Um, It's important. Like when we look at personal credit, you know, how it's tracked, you know, your payment history, We look at the current level of debt that you have, the length that you've used that credit, and then any new accounts that you've opened up. All of those play a factor when you go to look for new credit for your business. And then when we look at your business credit score, it's very similar, but it's tracked by different from your credit bureau FICO score. It's the small business financial exchange using your EIN number. And then they also look at payment history, debt, industry risk and your company size. So when you go out and you say, I want to start a business, I'm applying for a business loan. We do look at the business standing on its own and being able to support that loan product. But we also will look at your personal credit. So you could 
make the deal good by having a strong credit score, some liquidity, having maybe some investment property, money in the bank. Um, a lot of time you see business owners, they will pull money from cash from their business. And so we do a personal financial statement. We look to see some of that cash on your personal financial statement. We don't want to see that you have, you know, gone out and have a lavish lifestyle and traveled and driving a Maserati or whatever. But we look at all of those together as global cash flow. So really understanding that. And we look at debt service coverage. So it's you typically in your banking industry, it's 1.25 debt service coverage. So for every dollar of debt that you have globally, we're looking for $1.25, 1.25 debt service coverage. So a business could be at 1.2 and we're saying, well, they're under the debt service coverage. We're going to look at that personal financial statement now and see how strong it is. And we may be able to mitigate like this is what they have on the personal side. So it all rolls in together. So it's really important when you're starting a business and you're thinking about credit to make sure you keep your personal and your business credit in good standings. Yes, and keep them separate. When you have a business, yes. make sure you have a separate business account and a separate personal account. So everything goes through your business is going directly through that business account. Is that right, Darla? That's correct. That's right. Okay. And I so, suggest that every business owner have a, a business credit card as well. That starts to build a credit on the business side too. That's right. So why is it, we talked a little bit about um, having a good banker, having a good attorney, having a good CPA. So let's dive a little bit more, Darla, into that and talk about why that is so important to build those relationships with those bankers, your attorney, your CPAs. Well, I'm, I'm going to start with the banker. When you're starting yeah. your business, you could come into the branch. And as I've been doing this role, I've been in a couple of different focus meetings and what really just kind of was an aha moment and stood out to me. An entrepreneur got up and spoke in the room and she said, I needed to get ready to bank at Chase. And I was like, get ready to bank at Chase. You know, Chase is a big bank. And, you know, I was scared to come in. I was kind of like looking on the outside, like, you know, when I get my stuff together, I'm going in Chase. We need you to come into Chase. That's what we're here for. We have business specialists that work in the branch that can help you get your business accounts open from startup. As your business grows, we will have a BRM assigned to you. Once your revenue gets over a certain amount, you go on up as your con revenue continues to climb. We then move you into our business banking segment, then on over to middle market. And as your business grows, you'll grow throughout the bank. But I think I looked at it and I was like, you know, I want to join a gym and I want to wear this cute little gym outfit, but I'm not ready yet. So I'm going to go work out at home until I can fit in this gym outfit. Then I'm going to the gym and the gym is there for you to work out. So I say, come, you know, go to the gym to work out and then you'll get in that gym outfit. And I say that about the bank. The bank is here to help you to grow with you, to answer your questions. So you need to come into the bank and start that banking relationship. And then when they start to understand, okay, I'm here, I have a particular business, I'm looking for lending or I'm looking for merchant services, or you know, I wanna have an account, 
Um, I want to talk to someone about my 401k plan. That's what the bank is here for. So that's how you're building that relationship. And then they really get to know you and they could say, oh, they'll call you up and say, Claudine, you know, we talked about X, Y, Z. Here's something that we have. Can you come in and sit down and let's talk about it? And with your CPA, and I say this, this is my opinion, they do a really great job of what they're supposed to do to reduce your tax rate. Um, but I've seen sometimes where business have great revenue, but they've had a lot of write-offs. So they've taken a lot of different depreciations and they're at a negative net profit. And the bank needs to see that you're able to repay that loan. So I'm, I know they're doing their job, but when you go and you sit down, you talk to your CPA and you said, this is where I want my business to go. I need to have funding. I need to have some working capital. I want to grow. I want to expand. And so that CPA knows that the same thing that, okay, we can do where maybe we take a deduction depreciation over five years. Maybe we take a one-time depreciation. And so just having those candid conversations so they really understand where you are. I mean, it's, it's just some relationships really work well. And I'll, I'll touch on the attorney side of it too, because I work with a lot of contractors, a lot of government contractors. And just a quick story. One of the clients had was offered a contract, but they wanted her to have a large insurance amount to have to be able to accept the contract. And she said, well, I'm a smaller company. That's a large amount and that's not quite in my budget. And so I said, have you had your attorney review the contract? Is that something they could change? Because maybe they've been doing contracts for larger revenue companies. Mm -hmm. And she said, no, I didn't think about it. I was just going to move, you know, move off of it and forget it. But then she talked to her attorney and her attorney kind of drafted up something and said, due to the size of this company, I think your insurance amount is high. And do you know she got the contract? They changed yeah. it. Because they said they weren't even aware that that was like a standard verbiage in that contract. And so for her, she was just like, oh, my God, I was able to get this $200,000 contract. Actually, she got two because she was able to have her attorney review it. And that's why it's important to have those partners. That's right. I'm glad you mentioned that story. That's a great story um, and a great lesson to learn from, too. What would if a business wanted additional capital while we're on this subject. How how would that benefit the business? Well, and that's a good question. That's a question that I always come back to the entrepreneur because I have had them say, oh, I need, you know, 10,000 or I need 100,000. And I was, my question back to them is, what do you need it for? Right. And a lot of times they aren't able to articulate why they need that business loan. So that's why I wanted to talk through that. You know, are you expanding? Do you need working capital? A lot of times when you do have a government contracting business, they want to see that you have access to a line of credit. Right. Um, you know, are you trying to build credit for your business? Do you see yourself in the future that you're going to purchase office space so that you can have that available? So just really understanding why you need that credit is why I wanted to have that talk, just kind of discuss through that. How is that going to help your bottom line to have some type of credit facility. And, and do you know whether you need a line of credit or do you need a loan? Are you looking for a credit card? What type of loan are you looking for as well? And Darla, I do wanna say this, there are business owners out there that think, well, you know, they don't need a mentor. They've got it under control. They can just research everything. I think that is, that's great. I think that's um, not 
the there, there's a better mindset out there because I think everybody needs a mentor. You know, we all need. Um, it's not that you have to take everyone's advice, but mentorship is so important to growing your business. And with the program, the Chase Business Banking program, you all meet for how long every week with your your um, clients? Thank you for that, because it, it is tailored to the business owner, because the business owner and the entrepreneur is very busy. But typically for me, I like to meet weekly. And in the beginning, I like to meet for an hour because we're really going through a full SWOT analysis, understanding your strengths, weaknesses, opportunity and threats to the particular business or industry. And then after that, we meet weekly for 30 minutes. And I put on my calendar the same time same day each week. And then if something comes up, we skip that week and move to the next. Um, I talked about access to capital in three to six months. So it really depends on which area that you need help. It might just be three months of coaching. It might be six months. And then with access to capital, you might leave and say, well, I didn't get capital, but I might've left you with some to-dos that here's what you need to continue to work on, maybe for another six months. And then after that, then you may be ready to apply for capital or you may be able to look for the particular um, items that you need. So it really is kind of tailored to the entrepreneur. I have some that I meet every other week, depending on where they are. So, and I think my consultants around, there's 46 consultants. And I think that they try to tailor that to the business owner. Okay. And everything is done virtually. I just want to make sure that our, our listening audience knows that as well. So your clients come from all over. So they do. Now there's 46 consultants and the yes. thing that I like about it, we'll share our website. So it's by zip code. So after I shared the website to our landing page where you could register for mentorship, it would be somebody that's closest to you in that area. So okay. it is done virtually through zoom. But if I'm, I cover the, I say DMV, but just DC, Maryland, Virginia, we have two consultants in Baltimore. And then my partner consultant, Christina is also in the same area that I cover. But if we do a face-to-face -face, and I also will do a face-to-face -face meeting, or, you know, we could do it by phone, but I also have business owners that are in the Carolinas. I have a business owner that's in Washington state. I work with uh, you where you where you're located. So it just really depends on that relationship. And that's why I say it's really important how you build your relationships because you have to understand each other. That's I've never right. had someone say, oh, I can't work with you because we don't get along. But you really should. If we're going to mentor and we're going to pull back that onion, we should be able to have really candid conversations. And so it's fine if you say, hey, I can work with someone else. But you really should be in that mentorship program. That's and right. it's free. There's no charge for that. And, and you don't have to be a client of Chase. Yes. And thank you for mentioning that. I was going to mention that, too, that it is a free service. Um, and having those open, honest conversation, I think having a mentor it almost forces you to have those open and honest conversations, especially working with Chase Business Banking, because you're going over your personal business assets. You're going over, you know, um, your um, finances. You're going over your business plan. Those are personal things that uh -huh. that's your baby if you're a business owner. You know, and you want to nurture that. You want someone there that's going to help you to grow your business and hit your milestones. 
So Darla, where can we find more information about the Chase Chase Business Banking? I'm going to give you two websites. Sure. I'm going to start with the one that just has a, a lot of resources for your startups, for your existing businesses, and even businesses that are looking for a succession plan. And that is business.chase.com forward slash resources with an S. And I'll say that again, business.chase.com forward slash resources. And the second website, if you want to reach out to a minority entrepreneur, senior business consultant like myself, is chase.com forward slash business consultant. Chase.com forward slash business consultant. Perfect. And it's just a nice little quick landing page. You fill out your information and it'll route you to the closest consultant. And if you just Great. wanted to reach out to me, of course, you could share that information. I think you have that. Yes, my, we'll, my we'll share that information. Address. Absolutely. We'll okay. definitely share that information in the um, in the notes here, in the podcast notes. So if our listeners, Darla, could have one takeaway from what we talked about today, I know it's going to be challenging to just choose one, but what would that one takeaway be? That one takeaway would be when you're looking at starting your business to really understand what it's going to take to run that business for the next six months, what the expenses are going to look like and what type of cash you'll need to run that business for the next six months. Okay. And that's what I would say. So you can really be prepared, especially if you're leaving a job, you may have some money in your 401k or you may have a savings, but I don't think that people take an account, like how am I going to, if I have to hire, will I be able to do payroll? Um, you know, if I want to get a small space, you know, I need like computers and things like that. Just really look at this is what it's going to take to run it. And these this is what I need to come in to be able to cover those costs. Right. And we actually, the, the Virtual Ingenuity Business Podcast actually did a, a podcast episode last season on um, co-working spaces. So, you know, whether that's right for you, you know, you kind of cut the cost when you have a co-working space versus having a brick and mortar. So that's another episode that my listening audience can just listen to if they're struggling with that. Darla, what is the one piece of advice that you wish someone had given you when starting, you know, if someone's starting a business, what's that one piece of advice that you would... Um, <laughs> relate to someone? Thank you. That's a good question. And that's a tough question. But I'm going to say you need to have a mentor and you need to have a sponsor. Mm. And and later on in my career, I did have a mentor and a sponsor, but I wish I had a heard one early on. You know, a mentor is someone that's doing some of the things that you're doing and that you could go to and have questions and say, how did this work for you? What was difficult for you? So when you're in that industry, look for people in that particular industry that's done what you're trying to do so that they can kind of help mentor you through that, you know, pick up the phone and call. Mm -hmm. And then a sponsor is someone that's going to tell your story when you're not there. That's really speaking about you in the room. If you have a particular product and I say, hey, I'm looking for something to help my skin. And you're like, oh, I know someone that could help you with that. Here's their information. So I would say starting out, find yourself a good mentor and a sponsor that you can have throughout that career or throughout that business that you own. 
very good pieces of advice. Thank you, Darla. So my listening audience, my friends, you can contact Chase Business Banking at business.chase.com backslash resources or chase.com backslash business consultant if you want to reach Darla Harris directly. Darla, thank you so much for joining us today on the Virtual Ingenuity Business Podcast. We have, uh, we always have wonderful, wonderful conversations. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And my friends, you can listen to more of the Virtual Ingenuity Business Podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Be sure to like, subscribe, rate, and comment. Until next time, let's impact together.